What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Nightman KR back at it again with another podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Whew. It's been a long day. It's been a long day, ladies and gentlemen. But I am here to host the show, the Crypto and Gaming Podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, I have to say, my Sun Devils played a hell of a game against USC. They lost 42-28. Uh, it ain't looking good with one and three. We're not going to a bowl this year, obviously, because we have that bowl band, postseason bowl band on ourselves. But I like what I saw at ASU tonight. Um, they played really well. They were in the game very close. I think our coach is a freaking moron. He does the most stupidest calls I've ever seen. Not saying to fire the guy, but yes, he's young and he's doing stupid things. He's playing like it's Madden out there. But folks, Bitcoin. Has been going crazy. You know, Bitcoin got back up to 27,000. And, you know, then it fell again. So, getting real interesting. Getting real interesting out here. But, folks, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I had a good weekend. Um, I finally played FC24. Uh, the new soccer game for EA Sports. Um, it's a lot different game. It's way different. Than I could have ever imagined. You actually have to play real soccer out there. And you can play in the women's league. Which is pretty cool. Um, I haven't played online yet. Um, I've just been testing uh, the career the career mode. Play now mode and things like that. But yeah folks. Um, if you're looking to get a soccer game. I would definitely check out FC24. The 10 hour EA, EA, uh, EA Sports trial is out there. So if you have EA Play. Um, if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you should be able to get the 10-hour trial and test it out for yourself. Pretty good game in my eyes, but I'll definitely be letting you know more once I uh, test it out a little bit more. But anyway, folks, let's get into the crypto markets. So we got Bitcoin at $26,554.86. We have Ethereum at $1,591.55. That might be a buy, by the way, as Ethereum continues to fall down. Tether's at $0.99, cents. BNB's at $210.20, XRP's at $0.50, cents. USD coin is at $0.99, cents. Lido stake ETH is at $1,592.01, we have Dogecoin at, we have Dogecoin at $0.06, cents. We have Cardano at $0.24. Cents. We have Solana at $19.54. We have Timecoin, $2.27. We have Tron, 8 pennies. We have Polkadot at $4.01. We have Polygon at $0.51. Cents. Litecoin is $64.44. We have Shiba Inu, 739 millions of one penny. We have Rap BTC, $26,525.22. Bitcoin Cash, $208.57. Chainlink. $7.12, DAI at a dollar, uh, LEO token, $3.84, True USD, $0.99, cents. Uniswap, $4.25, Avalanche, $8.88, Stellar, $0.11, cents. Monero's at $143.37, OKB, $42.81, Binance USD, $0.99, cents. Ethereum Classic, $15.25, Cosmo Hub, $7.05, Hedera, a nickel, uh, Filecoin, $3.24. Kronos, $0.05. Lido, Dow is at $1.48. Internet Computers at $2.96. Uh, 
Uh, QNT is at ninety dollars sixteen cents. Mantles at thirty four cents. No, Mantles at thirty nine cents. Excuse me. Uh, v chains at a penny. Aptos is at five dollars and ten cents. Makers at one thousand two hundred eighty eight dollars forty eight cents. Arbitron eighty two cents. Near Protocols is a dollar ten. Optimism is one dollar and twenty nine cents. Caspa is at four pennies. Rocket Pool ETH is at $1,729.07. Ave, $62.57. The Graph, $0.08. Cents. Algorand is a dime. White Bitcoin is at $5.31. And USDD is at a dollar. XDC Network is at a nickel. Immutable X is at $0.59. Cents. Radix is at $0.06. Cents. Frax is at $0.99 cents and Stacks rounds out the top 55 at $0.46. Cents. So there you go, folks. Those are your top 55 cryptos. We have 10,101 coins, 868 exchanges, over $1 trillion in market cap. BTC is at 47.4%. Ethereum is at 17.5%. Gas fees for Ethereum is at 7 Goya. And then the on-chain Bitcoin transactions are high priority is 30 stats per V-byte. Medium priority is 24 stats per V-byte. Low priority is 21 stats per V-byte. And if you have no priority, it's at 60, I mean at 16 stats per V-byte. So no priority is at 60 cents. Low priority is at 60, no. Low priority is at 82 cents. Medium priority is at 93 cents. And high priority is at $1.15. And the average block time is at 10.2 minutes. And we have over 437,205 unconfirmed transactions at the moment. That's a lot of unconfirmed transactions. I remember we were over 600, but it's come down a little bit. But anyway, folks, let's get into some Bitcoin and altcoin news. So we got Bitcoin, uncertain, pre-having phase, crypto analysis, Forecast a BTC price dip to 23000 So let's get into this article. Predominant cryptocurrency analyst Benjamin Cohen has recently shared a sobering forecast on Bitcoin's price trajectory. Uh, positioning a position, uh, I mean positioning a potential dip to the 23000 mark after the cryptocurrency traded within a specific range over the last few weeks. In a recent video, the popular analysis... I mean, analyst shared with his over 780,000 subscribers on Google-owned video sharing platform, Cohen underscored Bitcoin's sustained presence at the lower levels of its range and voiced concerns over the cryptocurrency market's current challenges, including the in the altcoin space. Peer his words, odds suggest that the altcoin market is going to be struggling for the rest of the year. Cohen noted that such Turbulence periods are par for the course, emphasizing their occurrence is even seen outside of recession or recession scares. The analysis is basing his Bitcoin price prediction on historic patterns that suggest that flagship cryptocurrencies tends to experience these drops ahead of the halving events, which cut the rate of Bitcoin mine per block in half, effectively reducing its incoming supply. According to Cohen, historic data reveals then a less than stellar 
performance for Bitcoin and other altcoins in the pre-halving phase. And while BTC is mildly in the green, there are several altcoins in the red. Bitcoin's upcoming halving event is set to occur in April 2024 and has inspired a number of bullish Bitcoin price predictions. As reported, investment reach firm Fundstrat has suggested BTC could see a leap over 500,000%. I mean, 500% from its current value to reach the $180,000 mark ahead of its upcoming halving. Moreover, London-based multinational banking and financial services firm Standard Chartered has suggested that the price of a flagship cryptocurrency could surge to $50,000 this year and could breach the $120,000 level by 2024, close in another major bull price prediction for BTC. Now, folks, first of all, I disagree with this analyst, first and foremost. I don't think BTC will fall to 23,000. I think it will fall all the way back down to 17K. Um, I do see there is something that's going to force Bitcoin and altcoins to fall really drastically. Um, We could have another pandemic-type drop in the crypto market. So, I can see it getting back down to 17K. Um, I don't see it hitting 180,000 next April. Um, I do see it hitting six figures though. I'm going to say $110,000, um, in the next halving, but I don't see anything more than that. I can see Bitcoin staying over that six figure number over a hundred thousand for at least a year. And then I could see a crash down in 2026, um, so 2024, 2025 will be a nice bull run because they're going to need a discretion to keep the sheeple in check and in line, the masses in line. So I think we'll have a bull run in 2024 and 2025, and then 2026 will have a massive pullback. So make sure you're stacking sets, you know, Satoshis. Make sure you're stacking Satoshis or whatever altcoin you want to stack. It's totally up to you with your money. Um, I'm definitely going to be stacking BTC for sure, putting cold storage, using Lightning Network. And yes, folks, I'm going to admit it right now. Before the 2024 bull run, I will be adding a couple altcoins to my um, one of my wallets. And I will use those as investments, see if they pump. And then I will take the profits and move them to a stable coin. And you know what stable coin I'm talking about. I will move it to die. That's right, folks. All right, anyway, let's move on to Ether. So Ether turns inflationary as network revenue plunges to nine-month low. Wow. So Ether, ETH, has revealed to be an inflationary amend plunging activity on Ethereum, which could weigh on the token's price analysis says. Network fees, a proxy for usage, plunged more than 9% this week to $22.1 million, lowest in nine months by data Blockchain analysis firm into the block shows, consequently, the supply of ETH, Ethereum's native token, has been increasing as less tokens were destroyed, burned, to verify transactions, then created. Ultrasound money data shows the decline in network fees is partly driven by the adoption of Layer 2 networks and will likely continue in the near term. Lucas, research head at the into the block, told CoinDesk in a Telegram chat, This trend may be putting some pressure on the second largest crypto asset as its supply has been growing over the past month, reverting its deflationary trend. 
Into the Block wrote in a report, Ethereum's deflationary narrative emerged after last year merge, a major upgrade for the network that saw Ethereum transitioning from proof-of-work consensus mechanism to proof-of-stake, profoundly altering the cryptocurrency supply dynamics. During busy periods, the network burns more tokens than created, curbing its supply, which is usually considered bullish for the price. However, when the network demand is low, the dynamic flips. Into the block joining a roster of crypto observers who noted bearish development for Ethereum. JP Morgan analysis said in a report earlier this week that Ethereum, much anticipating Shanghai upgrade, failed to boost network activity as transaction counts active addresses and total value locked on a blockchain have fallen since April. Crypto services provider Matrix Port reiterated its negative outlook for crypto assets compared to BTC in a Friday market update, citing shockingly low revenues and a lack of buzz around the next protocol update. The firm forecasts earlier this month that ETH could fall to as low as $1,000 if the trend continues. Eve has recently changed hands at $1,591 and dropped to a 14-month low price against BTC. So, folks, that that last statement is a very important statement because if Ethereum falls to $1,000 and you haven't got Ethereum, you might want to get some ETH for the next bull run. I'm not telling you what to do. Again, this take this with a grain of salt. This is not financial advice. Please do your own research. But... You have to understand how bull runs work. This may be your first bull run. This may be your fourth bull run, fourth or fifth bull run. I've been through plenty of these. This is the time to start accumulating the cryptos you want to hold during a bull run. This is the time, folks. While the price is coming down, this is the time to get in cheap. Hoddle it. Hold it. Wait till the bull run. There is no perfect top and there is no perfect bottom. So you want to go get in between there. When you think it's hit the top, sell it, take your profits, um, put it in a stable coin, move it into Bitcoin, whatever cryptocurrency you want to use as money or whatever, because you know fiat is a piece of shit and a scam anyway. Um, and go from there. Because at the end of the day, folks, we know fiat's dying. Um we know fiat really has no value whatsoever. The only reason we believe it's money because the government tells us it's money. It's really not. Just a piece of paper. But this is the time to accumulate, folks. So I'm getting ready. Um, I'm waiting for the freaking bear market to really kick off um, this winter. I am super excited. I am looking forward to Pacific Bitcoin, folks. Um, I'm going to keep saying that. We're like less than two weeks away. I'm super excited. Cannot wait. Um... But yeah, I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to go. And uh, But back to Ethereum real quick, folks. This is the time, man. Because I'm telling you, don't miss this opportunity, folks. There's going to be a lot of millionaires made in this next bull run. And I plan on being one of them. So get in. Don't fall for the foot on Twitter. Turn off social media, folks. I'm telling you. Go on CryptoNews.net. Go on freaking Dollar Vigilante or the Crypto Vigilante. Read their news articles, things like that, folks. And uh, listen to the YouTube channel, things like that. Do your own research because I'm telling you, this next bull run is going to be huge. You don't want to miss this next bull run, folks. So I'm telling you, 
Get the cryptos that have real use cases, Bitcoin, Satoshis, Ethereum, ETH. You want you may want to look at Polkadot and Chainlink. You may want to look at some of the memes like Shiba Inu and Dogecoin. Um, maybe you want to get some XRP or XLM. Maybe some uh, Digibyte as well. Um, something to keep your eye on. Digibyte may pump, folks. So don't count Digibyte out. I can see Digibyte pumping in the next bull run. I may grab some of that as well. Um, me and my homeboy will trade Digibyte back and forth to each other. So I may grab some of that as well. I may add that to my stack of coin of altcoins. I'm going to add to my stash. But we will see what's up. Pirate Chain is something you may be looking at. 18 cents. Very low. Um, so something you might want to look at. Something that can pump really high. But yeah, folks. But uh, moving on. We got a couple more stories. We got Pepe. So Pepe. Whales are active again. Many frequent inflows and outflows to exchanges. So whale wallets continue to be active in Pepe. The mean coin has been on the agenda lately due to the intro team conflict and price fluctuation. According to data, Wintermute Trading, a large market making company, moved 8.3 trillion Pepe, 5.43 million to central exchange and transfer it made today. However, the cryptocurrency well with a short wallet address 0x9d5 continues to collect larger amounts of Pepe from exchanges. In addition, many Pepe centers with a minimum value of more than $100,000 were transferred to the exchange during the day. Despite this, the token price continues to perform practically well today. Pepe has gained 16% of the value in the last 24 hours and is trading at 0.00007122 at the time of writing. Despite this, the token could not reach the level of the events that took place about a month ago. Graph showing today rise in the price of mean coin. Last month, some of the main developers of Pepe token betrayed the project and sold a large amount of tokens from multi-sig wallets, according to the statement of the main team. Cryptocurrency exchange Binance holds $75 million worth of Pepe tokens in its cold storage wallet on behalf of its customer and holds a significant portion of the token with a market value of $246 million. So there you go, folks. So Pepe. You guys know I love meme coins, so you already know my strategy. I am definitely going to have meme coins in my altcoin bag, um, so I'm definitely going to have Pepe. I'm definitely going to have Shiba Inu. I'm definitely going to have Doge um, for sure. Um, those three definitely, and we'll see which one of those pumps. Maybe all three of them pumps. Um, definitely going to have Pirate Chain as well, um, and that's probably it. I'll just have four... Uh, altcoins. Uh, I may add. I may add a fifth one. I may add Digibyte as well. We'll see. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely see. But I'm definitely gonna have those four. Like I said, Pepe, Shiba Inu, Dogecoin, and definitely Pirate Chain. So those four. We'll see what happens in the next bull run, along with my Satoshi's using the Lightning Network and things like that. But let me know what y'all think, man. Let me know if y'all gonna add Pepe to y'all freaking list here. Because Pepe might be, uh, it might be Pepe's time. We all know what happened the last time. We saw Millionaires Made in 2020 and 2021 with Shiba Inu. We saw what happened with Dogecoin. Millionaires were made. Now is Pepe's turn. We will find out.
So Immutable X skyrockets 30% after major crypto exchange lists IMX. So Immutable X, IMX price rose more than 30% after a top exchange listed the altcoin. While IMX still tops other crypto gainers in the top 50 this past week, it has retreated from near 78 cents to 65 cents in profit taking. Immutable was among the hottest coins this week, skyrocketing more than 34% to the top. The list of gainers across the top 50 coins by market capitalization with mega cap altcoins largely constrained. The price of IMX rose to nearly 78 cents, the highest level since August 2nd. Listing on one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges might have triggered the buying pressure. Karen, I mean, Korean listing triggers IMS buyers. Immutable is a immutable is billed as the future of Web3 gaming with decent traction. For the ecosystem seen over the past several months, the launch of Immutable ZK EVM testnet has added to this outlook as developers find it easier to build Web3. IMX has, however, not seen much upside in broader crypto since Bitcoin retreated from the 31k area. This week has, however, witnessed a massive spike in buy pressure. A scenario likely triggered by the news of the listing of IMX slash KR. W on leading South Korean crypto exchange up bit. But according to blockchain, Sleuth Look on Chain, IMX Rising saw major deposits to exchanges soon after, including from the top blockchain company, I mean gaming company, Amoka Brands. At the time of writing, the cryptocurrency was seeing some downside pressure and profit taking. IMX trade around 65 cents on major crypto exchanges. According to data from CoinGecko, the altcoin has shed just over 1% in the past 24 hours. So there you go, man. Immutable X is uh, making its debut, folks, and people are taking profits. So nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking profits, obviously, if you're going to put in like a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Ethereum, one of the uh, bigger... Uh, market cap coins and obviously you want to use it to buy things online like I do that's just me but anyway folks last story of the day for crypto we're going to talk about Solana yes I know I, I always bag on Solana but we got to talk about it so Solana welcomes Canadian digital dollar QCAD let's get into the details so QCAD one of the newest stablecoin projects pegged to the Canadian dollar Make Solana its fourth blockchain platform. Forex traders can now perform swaps between fiat peg assets at 16 times lower price. Multi-chain Canadian dollar QCAD arrives on Solana. QCAD, a Canadian-based stablecoin by local fintech infrastructure vendor Stablecorp, kicks off on top of the Solana blockchain. It can be integrated into Solana-based dApps, for preloading payment cards and paying bills, while Solana Pay integration is expected to be announced in Q1 of 2024, the Stablecorp statement says, Stablecorp is extremely excited to announce QCAD is live on Solana. Users globally can access FX pairs like QCAD slash USDC on Orica at 90% lower cost than foreign exchange at traditional venues. The stablecoin represents a fully reserved CAD denominated digital dollar. QCAD is one-to-one -one back with cash and is equivalent held by 
Terra Trusted Company, a Canadian regular, regulated custodian. Previously, the stablecoin was rolled out on Ethereum, Algorand, and Stellar XLM blockchain. So far, CoinMarketCap only tracks one CAD peg stablecoin, dubbed CAD Cora or CADC, which is solely traded on on abstract decentralized exchanges. As such, QCAD attempts to fill the gap for Canadian natives and traders. Alex, CEO of StableCorp, is excited by the importance of this stablecoin for the cross-border remittance segment and daily payment operations. The power of digital money like QCAD is just beginning to be understood as integration like this one with Solana come online. Picture a student coming to study in Canada who can now use on-chain rails to get into QCAD from their local currency extremely effective and can now use those same effective rails to fund and spend on campus and around Canada. All this without the hassle of setting up a Canadian bank account. We are extremely excited to bring these payment solutions to both existing digital asset native users as well as the next generation of users who are rapidly being onboarded to the space. From the onset of its operation, QCAD is available on StableCorp's native exchange platform, Grapes Finance in pairs with the U.S. dollar. Novel opportunities for Forex traders. The launch of the new stablecoin unlocks amazing opportunities for Forex traders and arbitrage bots. For, for instance, once QCAD goes live on Oracle Finance, it can be exchanged with Circles USDC for a 0.15 fee. However, on Classic Fiat only, exchanging with credit cards and wire transfers, such operations are charged with 4% fees and higher. As covered by UT previously a month ago, Solana onboard EUROE, the first ever Mika compliant stablecoin regulator in the European Union. So there you go, folks. You got the Canadian dollar, digital dollar, is now on Solana, folks, and it's available right now. Oh, my Lord, folks, they are taking all the physical fiat we have and bringing it to the digital world, just like we told you it was going to happen, folks. Like I said, folks, you're going to be in the metaverse whether you like it or not. So we got some gaming news, folks. We got the Resident Evil 4 separate ways downloadable content review. Looks like they gave it a 9 out of 10, folks. I don't play Resident Evil at all. But let me know what you gamers think about this review. I'll definitely have it in the links below. Um, I, I haven't played Resident Evil since I was a little boy. But yeah, they're saying that Ada Wong returns better and better than ever. They're saying story beats and locations have seen changes that delight fans. Stealth and rap repelling sections are a nice change to Leon's brand of action. Some excellent remixes of boss battles. Well priced for, for all the fun that's here. We want more res now. <laughs> uh, so I just gave you the pros and then the con was they want more res now. And then the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight, folks, and before I get off here, not a long show, is that EA Sports FC24 free trial now is on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which I talked about at the beginning of the show. I've been playing it, folks. It is a way different game from FIFA. It plays way different. It plays slower. It plays more simulation. Um, 
the camera looks great, the lighting looks beautiful, the gameplay is amazing so far. Um, I have yet to play online yet. It's my first day playing. It does come out on the 27th. So, right now I'm playing the 10-hour trial, but um, it's pretty good, folks. I gotta say, it's really, really good. It's a very good game so far. Um, I do have Party Animals as well. I'm waiting on Forza Motorsports. It comes out in October, folks. But uh, other than that, man, I have to say FC so far is pretty good. I'm just diving into managers mode now on my um, on my 10-hour trial. I'm definitely going to try to play a game online either tomorrow on Monday or Tuesday. We'll see. I definitely got to get some more practice in for sure. Um, other than that, folks, I was playing Mad tonight. I was playing Ult Ultimate Team. I was playing on uh, Mutt Draft. Uh, played two games. And I beat both guys, made both guys quit. So it was pretty amazing, pretty awesome. Um, but other than that, man, it was fun. You know, I played the Eagles guy, made him quit. And then I played a Colts guy, made him quit. Um, he was talking hella shit on the mic, though. It was absolutely ridiculous. But I ended up beating him. Even I'm a Cardinals fan, so obviously I always wrap my Cardinals when I play Mutt Draft, obviously. But yeah, folks, I'm... I'm I don't like Madden at all. Like I said, I think Madden sucks this year. It's absolutely ho horrible and horrendous. But I tolerate the game. It is what it is. Pretty easy. Um, it's pretty easy this year, to be honest. Not really a difficult game this year. But yeah, folks. So, got a lot of games coming my way. I have the new uh, downloadable content for Phantom Liberty when it comes to uh, Cyberpunk 2077. So I have that as well, which is absolutely amazing. Can't wait to jump back into that. Um, I probably won't jump that back into that until it's winter time, until it's snow on the ground. But other than that, folks, my weekend was great. I had an amazing meetup. It was awesome. It was freezing out, by the way. We definitely got to find a place to be inside for the winter. Because, obviously, um, we can't be sitting outside. This is not Arizona. This is not Florida. This isn't even Texas. We're in upstate New York, for Christ's sake, man. By the Albany area. The state capital, for God's sakes, man. It's gonna be, it's fucking cold outside. Dude, after S September 15th, it gets fucking cold up here. Like, trust me on that, folks. It get fucking freezing up here. But other than that, folks, I got nothing else more to say, man, except, man, that, you know, NFL's today, if you're into that, you know... Make sure to check out the games today. If you have Red Zone or, you know, a DirecTV, make sure you check out the games. It's going to be awesome today. I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye out when my Cardinals play the Cowboys. They're going to get their ass kicked, but it is what it is. I just hope they play a good game, keep it close, and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't think Kyler Murray's coming back this year, folks. I really don't. I really, really don't think he's coming back this year. Um, and it's a good thing. He doesn't need to. You know, come back next year. Or come back towards the end of the season where we're completely out of the playoffs at that point. And we go from there. Because I think he definitely needs some reps uh, for sure. Because he's been on the sideline out for a while. So it's going to take him a minute to get back his rhythm. But uh, it, should be a fun, it should be a fun Sunday today, folks. It's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what uh, all the sports shows say about Deion Sanders after getting their ass kicked by Oregon. Um, on Saturday, so I'm super excited to hear what that's going to be like this week's folks, but uh, I'm definitely going to get back to working out, folks. I'm definitely going to get back to stretching, using my exercise mat, because now I'm healthy, 
and ready to go. Uh, according to my doctor, um, you know, the tumor I got taken out of me was a cancer tumor. Obviously, all tumors are cancer. So we definitely got to make sure there's no other cancer around any of my other body parts, folks. I will be going to a cancer doctor here probably next week sometime. So I'll keep you up to date with my health and things like that. Um, I'm definitely going to be out of work for a little while longer, folks. So I won't be going back in October. Um, hopefully, November or December I'll be back. But uh, other than that, folks, that's pretty much the show, folks. We'll definitely be doing the independent news tonight um, after the Sunday night football game. And then uh, that'll be this week's show. But we're going to get this podcast out, folks. It's going to go out at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time, this podcast. And then the the, uh, independent news podcast will go out Wednesday at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and uh, 12 a.m. Pacific. All right, folks. This is your boy Nightmare K-Hawk signing off. You folks have a great rest of your Sunday. Peace.